Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jossie, and welcome back for another session. And if you weren't hungry before listening to this session, you probably might get a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually, it, we talk about headlines, but we also talk a lot about food and drinks. Yeah. So I don't know what we actually talk about more of, but um, yeah. it's a good one, man. We, we high, obviously, we're... Um, it's another one of our uh, monthly specials, which is our headline week, talking about just interesting headlines that we've read recently. Yeah. And um, there are definitely some interesting ones that we picked out. Uh, obviously, there are so many more, um, but these are these ones that we talked about were were definitely interesting, especially talking about our youth. You know? Yeah, definitely a lot of lot of interesting uh, news articles that I think, oddly enough, kind of applied to us pretty pretty directly in, in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways um but you're right man i definitely want some more food and some more drinks today so <laughs> um I, well we'll leave it at that right <laughs> yeah um but uh, if you want to see some of those recommendations that we are talking about um come follow our social media um we do have an active uh, instagram and twitter um both of the handles for that are at just drive pod again that's at just drive pod so yeah, please give us a follow and uh, check out some of the posts so you can see what we're recommending and especially with what we're drinking or what we're eating. Um, and yeah, uh, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast already, please do. Um, it gives us an idea of who's listening out there and uh, uh, yeah, just uh, the audience that we are reaching out to. Yep. So listeners, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Jesse, how are you doing today? I am all right, man. It's the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a long weekend, which is awesome. Um, but it's summer, man. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. How bad is it in LA right now? Um, where I'm at, I mean, it's 90 degrees. Uh, Ooh. It's, it's pretty hot. Um, it's, according to the weather app, it's 32% humidity. Uh, uh, I'm trying to stay inside pretty much yeah. as possible. Um, this week was also pretty hot, but honestly, I couldn't tell because I was in the building most of the time. Right, right. And uh, my new building has really, really great AC. Um, at least, yeah, I hope it doesn't crap out on us, but it has really great AC. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, how about you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, well, you know, I really can't complain. In Irvine, it's 82. <laughs> so uh, I... I'm very sorry, yeah. but uh, get Jesse, what you uh, what you drinking over there? Well, definitely something to cool me off. Um, so it's refrigerated. It's uh, it's another seltzer. Um, I feel nice. like I I don't know. Like I'm I'm actually like I tried to think about this. Um, I tried to think about this about a year ago or like just recently, but I feel like I started drinking seltzers like really heavily like a year ago, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe a little over a year ago. Um, but yeah, um, I am drinking another seltzer. Uh, I'm drinking another one of Press. Um, I, I only have nice. Press or Truly iced tea in my fridge right now, um, or non-alcoholic beverages. So mm-hmm. I'm drinking the lime lemongrass flavor. Um, hmm. Honestly, I'm usually not a fan of these flavors, but this brand has been decent. Um, so I'm I'm definitely like I'm definitely enjoying it, and it's a cool beverage too. So 
Um, yeah. Reminder for our listeners, it is a 4% ABV. Um, they market themselves as the premium alcohol seltzer, so I don't know. But uh, so far, I've been actually enjoying the variety pack. Yeah, I was going to say, like, last week's or the last time you had it, the flavor was... Like a little different, but not like, like blackberry something, pomegranate, yeah, or something like something that. Something like that, which is like already exotic, but wow, like lemongrass. Okay, I mean, you don't, you're probably not going to get a lot of seltzers like that, right? Yeah, definitely not. Uh, but it's been good, man. What about you? What are you drinking over there? Yeah, I'm drinking uh, something from uh, Saint Errant Brewing. It is a double hopped uh, IPA, basically a hazy. It is the, um, it's chronic. Chronicus slash strata um it's uh i think maybe that's like spanish or something i'm not sure Mm -hmm. but um it's uh, out in chicago uh, illinois and it is a 7.5 abv very hazy ipa um got it from tavor a while back and it's a 12 ounce can and man it's um it's solid like uh i think every time we talk about hazy ipas it's both a extreme joy but then takes us back to those those months that we were just downing hazy ipas <laughs> like Dude, so many our stomachs were not uh too happy about that i'm sure but um honestly i wish i was kind of drinking a uh like a truly lemonade or something because of how mm. hot it is but hey you know what a 7.5 <laughs> hazy ipa will do as well um yeah but yeah. uh yeah it's 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 uh it's not too bad yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, that reminds me, I actually still have a little bit of beer um, in my fridge. I haven't been carrying too much beer lately. Again, seltzers have been kind of a go-to, especially in the summer heat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Um, but how how have things been this last week for you, dude? Uh, not too crazy. Um, I know we talked about uh, technology and stuff last week. Mm-hmm. And, well, I do have my Apple Watch. Nice, um, it's um Man, I think a lot of the things I was saying definitely started coming true where I'm like just mm. find myself tweaking on my wrist a lot like mm-hmm. and just um the, the the extra step of convenience has been awesome. Uh I think the biggest one is uh both the use of it as like a remote for Spotify and for mm-hmm. my Apple TV. Nice. Like, usually I have to look around for the Apple TV remote, but now I'm just like, "Eh, I'll just Go to my wrist, you know. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's really cool. Um, so I'm, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, like getting it configured to my liking. But mm-hmm. um, I'm excited, man. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's it's uh, you know July Fourth weekend, so mm-hmm. uh, going to be spending some time with friends and family, and uh, yeah, I'm just excited to not be working for a little while, get away. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about yourself, man? Do, do you have Monday off? I do have Monday off. Nice, nice. Me too. Nice. Uh, so yeah, same. Uh, just enjoying the the long weekend. Um, I think you'll just be mostly with family. Um, nice, Genevieve's nice. working on the weekend, so yeah, I, gotcha. I think it'll just be fairly chill, uh, which I don't mind at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Been been definitely needing those weekends, but. Um, yeah, uh, this week was not too bad. Um, it's still busy and crazy, but I feel like I, like especially having a long weekend last weekend, mm-hmm. I feel like I was able to 
like actually catch up a little bit on rest, which I know that idea is kind of weird, but I definitely felt like going into this last week, I felt better. Um, so, um, yeah, man, uh, I'm just trying to make it through, uh, work right now and, um, yeah, just try to keep up with it, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely getting there. I would say, um, we're, we're working on, on getting there, um, as far as like getting things stabilized, I'm getting staff stabilized and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I think honestly this last week was not bad. Um, I will Good. definitely, yeah, I definitely feel like uh, moving into July is, is, I feel optimistic. Nice. Has the, uh, new building, like, has it felt like a new home now? Like it's not, it's just kind of back to order of business, but in the new nicer facility. Uh, this, de- this week definitely did. Um, I feel like, um, I mean, I'm there like almost, I'm there every day right now. Um, mm. So it feels a little too much like home. Um, but yeah, man, we're, we're basically in like normal business right now. And um, yeah, just trying to iron out little kinks here and there. Um, trying yeah. to roll out some new um, workflows and things to kind of like uh, just adjust to just being in the new space and stuff and, and new team dynamics and things. So um, it's been good though. It's been good. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I'm still like, there's still that initial shock and awe factor of just being in the new space and just that like adjustment to it. Um, yeah, but it's been it's been awesome, and yeah, we're we're definitely looking forward to uh, how things continue to grow. You know. Yeah, no, that's awesome to hear. Um, yeah, hopefully into the summer that AC is gonna, you know, new building, new AC. That's. It's money right there. Yeah. It, it really is, man. It really is. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, uh, we've got a a week of a lot of uh interesting uh news stories uh for mm-hmm. our headlines week. Um we'll get to that, but before we do, uh as always, we definitely want to have some fun games and uh this week we're gonna be doing a cup for a different a few different other categories. Uh, we will be doing a choose one that you love and choose one that you hate of that mm. category. So um, the first one, um, uh, chips. Um, so Jesse, do you have one that you love and one that you hate? Or, you know, again, mm. disclaimer, hate might just mean, you know, you really don't like it, right? Yeah, I there's it's hard for me to go wrong with chips, I would mm, say. Mm-hmm. Um so I think chips that I've loved and something that I re- really recently have enjoyed a lot are the Trader Joe's everything but the bagel um, chips, oh, man. Uh, the nice. kettle chips. Um, they're they're pretty addicting, I would say. Um, yeah. Like just really good flavor. Um, definitely like, uh, yeah, I, I think they go well with a lot of different like uh, times. So whether as a side for a meal or just a snack or mm. – um, yeah, it's it's hard to go wrong with eating those chips. Um, so I definitely really enjoy those. Um, yeah, it's, again, it's hard to say stuff that I really don't like, but I will say something that I'm just not a fan of. Um, and some people might, you know, might might throw some shade at me for this, but Pringles, uh, the pizza flavor, I'm not I'm not down for huh, that. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it really sits right for me. Um, it just is one of those like weird flavors that doesn't hit the mark for me. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but uh, most chips I will eat because chips are great. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what about you, man? Yeah, this one, this one's like such a, I feel like this probably could be its own session itself. <laughs> like just talking about chips. Um, Drafting chips. Yeah. Oh man. That's a great idea. Actually, <laughs> uh, we will get, we'll get maybe uh, Edwin back on for that or something, you know? Mm. <laughs> um, shoot. I feel like um, the chip that I definitely have never let, has never let me down is probably Ruffles, the original mm. flavor. Um, wow. Original flavor. Original flavor. Um, I don't know, man. There's something about like both Lay's and Ruffles, just the original, mm. like, I don't know if it's just nostalgic aspects to it, but like, mm-hmm. um, it's so good. But I think I, I don't know if it's controversial, but like, I do like Ruffles more than Lay's. Um, the, eh. yeah, I'm, I don't know. The I'm, ridges, I'm the, same. the ridges are amazing. And like, mm-hmm. there's almost this, you know, hate to say it, but almost like this slightly more artificial flavor with Ruffles that I enjoy. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel as just like, you know, just a greasy piece of chip like laces. So mm. I, I think I'm going to go with rough ruffles as the one that I'm just, you know, it never lets me down. Um, wow. Okay. For the one that I hate. Um, and again, hate is, I don't know if it's the best word, but to be honest, like Fritos, um, wow. I growing up every time somebody brought one of those boxes from Costco of, uh, chips, Nobody mm-hmm. ate the Fritos, right? Um, I, don't, I don't know if that's the same for you, but uh, for for me, I was kind of like, oh man, like to be a contrarian, I'm like, yeah, Fritos are, are great. Like, you know, the underdog, mm-hmm. right? But then as I grown up, I'm like, dude, I eat like three of them and my mouth hurts from how salty <laughs> it is and like how like it's so, um, it it's like in a weird, like in a weird way, I don't know if it's, the best descriptor, but like it feels heavy. Mm. Um, like the, the, the way it's seasoned is very heavy. So for me, I'll take a couple, but like, I just can't really eat more than like one of those small mm-hmm. bags that comes in those boxes. So I got to go with Fritos, man, as my, uh, my hate. Wow. That's, that's a little shocking and painful for me. Cause like, uh-huh. I, I, I thought the same as a kid, like yeah. even growing up. Um, and even like, again, nowadays too when people bring those boxes like fritos are always the the one that yeah. I left. and like i actually started eating fritos a lot because of uh-huh. that because well one especially as a kid with a w as a last name um oh it, no i i often get left with them you know That's so sad <laughs> so i actually i actually screwed to like actually enjoy them um, mm. i think because of the exact reasons you hate them like they're super crunchy they're super flavorful um, yeah yeah but I, I I can respect it, and I know why a lot of people don't like it. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next one is uh, fruit, and I, I guess I can kick us off. Um, mm. You know, I think I've already. Oh man, I just realized we, we did talk about this during our uh, our uh, what is it? Bring a fruit to an island uh, mm-hmm. discussion. But I think um, I think I'll stick with strawberries. Um, okay. strawberries okay. as the fruit that I love for, um, you know, it, it, I just, it, again, it doesn't let me down, um, mm-hmm. unless it's like moldy, <laughs> which mm-hmm. unfortunately mm-hmm. happens to the strawberries pretty often. Yeah. But, um, uh, believe it or not, I actually do not like cherries. Um, okay. yeah, That's fair. yeah, I, you know, I'm 
kind of okay with cherry flavored stuff. Um, like, don't hate them. The artificially flavored cherry stuff. Yeah, but but still, it's not like my favorite. But when it comes to like just eating like a bag of or a, you know a bunch of cherries, like I, yeah, I, I almost like never go for them. So yeah, mm. that, strawberries and cherries would be the contrast for me. Mm. Yeah, for me, I said bananas for last um, last time because again, mm-hmm. I think they're great all around. Um, but something I really love and actually haven't had in a very long time mm-hmm. um, are are lychee uh, or is Good lychee? Choice. Yep. Yeah, uh, they are a little bit annoying, admittedly, because they have a very tough exterior. But the lychee, like fruit itself, is so good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as fruit that I hate or dislike, um, not a fan of blackberries. Um, oh okay i think like just the way they're like because i actually really like raspberries but like blackberries Mm -hmm. the way they're cluster and Mm -hmm. flavors i don't know um i don't think it's that good yeah i will say like again artificially uh, flavored blackberry stuff has been pretty good yeah Um, or like when they are able to get the juice and stuff but i think that eating it on its own i don't know i'm not a fan not a fan yeah that's that's an interesting one um in my head blackberry is almost like a mix between raspberry and cherry the flavors Mm, mm -hmm. because like blackberry is like kind of bitter right like like i think so yeah and cherry for me it's like for sure bitters i I don't know yeah yeah i don't eat blackberries often enough to know i know that there's blackberry flavored stuff like mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. the seltzer um yeah from last time or um i think they use it on like a lot of dessert kind of stuff but i yeah, yeah. don't really eat blackberries otherwise yeah that totally makes sense um yeah all right the next one is a uh, vegetable uh mm. so what 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 do, you, what do you think about that one? Oh man um oh man uh so recently i will say um, especially with some of my meal prep um, mm-hmm. a vegetable i've been growing to like surprisingly is uh mushrooms um okay. but i guess it's technically not me- a vegetable it's a fungus uh, so i i guess i can't really say mushrooms yeah i mean um yeah. so i guess with a more traditional one i will say like bell peppers um oh okay because i think bell peppers go great with a lot of stuff mm. um like almost everything you can throw bell peppers on it and it'll be great you know um mm. throw it on pizza pasta in asian dishes like um throw it on top of some tacos like it's pretty hard to go wrong with bell peppers right um right. and they have a nice natural sweetness to them um mm. so I, I i like bell peppers a lot um, and it gives color you know um, yeah as far as vegetable that i hate oh for sure um i do not like bitter melon um, oh man and I know it's like pretty, like a lot of like, well, my family loves it. Like yeah. a lot of like East, like Eastern dishes, like really like to use bitter melon and stuff. I just, I am not a fan, dude. Um, and my parents have learned it um, over to the time and they're like, oh yeah, uh, he doesn't like the bitter melon. I'm like, yeah. nope, I will stay away from it. So I think it's just like that. Yeah. Just because it's so extremely bitter. Yeah. Like. Again, I've eaten enough of it that I'm like, I can see why people like it. Mm-hmm. Because once you cut past the bitter, yeah, sure. You you get to like some other right, right. taste. But like, 
just don't like putting myself through that, you know? <laughs> hey, that's totally fair. Um, yeah. But, what about yeah, you? I, I think, uh, I mean, starting with the hate, like just to tell you that was actually going to be mine, but I have a backup. Cause oh, bitter okay. melon is like, dude, what's redeem? I, I, I still can't actually see past the bit. Like there's for me, there's nothing redeeming about it. So, um, <laughs> Uh, that that's that was my first choice, but um, and, and then going back to their love, um, I think uh, the one that I love is probably bok choy. Um, mm, it's like mm, a Chinese solid. staple. Um, like it's you know no definitely not intrusive flavor. Like it's not like mm. oh that's strong. It's very light, um, and you know with you know, that's probably the one vegetable we cook the most at home, just because it's mm-hmm. like yeah, wash it, cut it up. Um, you know, put some soy sauce, garlic, sesame mm-hmm. oil, and you're like, you're set. It's it's mm-hmm. a solid dish. So um, vegetables, I can think of so many that I don't like. Unfortunately, <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's like when it comes to food that I don't eat, it's mostly vegetables, like certain types of vegetables. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the one that so there's a couple vegetables where like I naturally like react badly to like mm. um, cilantro as you know cucumber right, I think right. as you know as well and celery those are the big three of my worst enemies where okay. eating them actually like I can't even appreciate the flavor I just get nauseous but I'm actually gonna settle for one that it doesn't make me feel that way but I just like hate it and it's actually eggplant oh. Um, okay. I don't know if it's the purple color mixed with the like, like it's the odd taste, yeah. And it's just so usually when Chinese people cook it, it's like super mushy and like mm-hmm. stringy too. And like, I, I think I, I'm definitely a texture like person too when it comes to food. So mm. eating that in my mouth, like I, like it's hard for me to swallow that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, I think eggplant. I'll I'll I'll, I'll sub in eggplant <laughs> and let a bit of sure. being taken. Yeah. Okay, I I can definitely understand that. And I feel like eggplant's kind of hard to like make taste good. Like I've definitely yeah. had good eggplant. Yeah. But yeah, I I know what you mean, and it's it's a weird texture and flavor. For, yeah. So yeah, that's definitely. fair. All right, last one is uh, soda. Um, oh. Yeah. All right. So for me, um, you know, I, I definitely, this is, this is the, the chips for you, um, where Mm. like almost all sodas go well for me. And the truth is, I don't think there's a soda that like I hate, Mm. but I think for the one that I love, um, I feel like it's gotta be root beer. Um, and, uh, I, in terms of generic brands, I I tend to like Barg's. Mm. Um, it's, it's just kind of the classic, uh, definitely a lot of runner ups like Dr. Pepper, um, mm-hmm. Mountain Dew, but, uh, something about root beer. There's a very, like, it's more than just sweetness and fizz. There's kind of like an additional flavor to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I love it. Um, but Jesse, I think you're going to hate me for this one, but I think my least favorite soda is actually Coke. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. That's um, fine. Coke or Pepsi, because honestly, I don't like either of them to the point where I can't tell the difference. Mm. <laughs> so um, wow. I know a lot of people love Coke. Um, it's the American drink or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, for some reason, it's the one soda where like it it doesn't f- 
feel like a soda to me. Like I, mm. I don't know if that can that that makes any sense, but I don't love the taste, and um, I know it's really bad for me. Mm-hmm. Not like any other soda isn't, but um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What about you? Uh, interesting. So I I feel like my answer now is different because I'm older. Okay. But like I used to love like all kinds of soda as a kid, mm-hmm. but lately like. There's only one that I really, really love now. Um, It's Diet Coke. Um, Okay. Yeah. And the reason I said it was okay that you hate Coke and Pepsi, I'm like, it's because, like, honestly, nowadays, um, and what I hate is just, like, regular soda because it's so sweet. Um, I feel like I actually can't handle that amount of sweetness anymore. Right. Um, So, like, that's why I like Diet Coke because it's it's a different category, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, cause even, yeah, especially comparing regular Coke and Diet Coke, they're like two completely different things. Right, um, right. I, I know a lot of people say Coke Zero is a little bit closer to Coke um, as far mm. as flavor wise, but for me, like Diet Coke is the one that I, I have a case of. I always keep handy, um, and I don't really feel bad about it. You know, I'm but, I'm curious. Yeah. Can, like, can you tell the difference between Coke Zero and Diet Coke when you drink it? Oh yeah, no, I really? definitely can. Okay. Um, there's like Diet Coke has a very distinct flavor profile. Okay. Um, Coke Zero again tastes like it does taste like Coke but zero sugar, whereas Diet Coke just tastes like a different drink. Yeah. Okay. It might just be that I haven't drank any of those, like any of those mm-hmm. iterations, in so long that to me they they just all remind me of Coke in the, my head right now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was to pick one that I really am not a fan of, I would say Pepsi too. Um, oh, okay. I always felt like Pepsi was just inferior to Coke. Mm, um, and also to your point too, like there's so many other choices I would pick over Pepsi, like right. Dr. Pepper, root beer, Sprite, like, um, yeah. you know, ginger ale. Like there's yeah, so many sure. choices that I would, Sunkip, you know, there's so many things that mm-hmm. I would pick way, like way above Pepsi. Um, and I get sad when... Like, you know, restaurants have those, like, contracts where they are, you know, contract either with Coke or Pepsi. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I get sad when restaurants only contract with Pepsi. I'm like, Dude, that's Costco right there, man. Screw Costco, dude, for for that. (laughs) Seriously, it's so sad. Um, But, yeah. For you, like, how how would you describe the difference between Pepsi and Coke? Um, Honestly, I really can't now mm, okay. because That's i haven't fair. had them in so long yeah. like it's been i mean i've had regular coke recently but mm. i haven't had pepsi in years yeah. like in such a long time so yeah i can't really say um i, I feel like if i could say anything um uh, pepsi feels a little bit like i don't know bland compared to coke um okay or i don't know there's just something it feels like there's something missing from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Coke feels like a whole drink. Pepsi feels like something's there's a hole in it. So. And then, and then if it's the Mexican Coke, it's like a hole and more, right? True. <laughs> yeah, that that's that is the one that I really like. Like just how carbonated it is, and like just mm-hmm. like like the full sweetness to it. Yeah. So with cane sugar, oh, oh so good. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we've got uh, a couple uh, headlines and, and news stories that uh, we've got. Um, Jesse, do you have one to start us off? Yeah, and I'm wondering if you've heard or read this title. Um, uh-huh. So the title of the article is California High School Stripped of Basketball Title 
after tortillas were thrown at opposing Latino players. Are you Did serious? You, I have I'm, not heard that. Okay. What the heck? So, um, it, so Coronado High School was the one that, um, that threw the tortillas at Orange Glen High School. Mm-hmm. Coronado High is, I guess, um, heavily like white and also like pretty like the, the at least the school itself i think is uh, predominantly made of um, people uh, of a little bit more wealth i would say mm-hmm. um, as well as I, th- I i heard recently but a lot of, of like military kids too because it's mm. i guess close to military base gotcha. um whereas orange glen um is a predominantly like latino uh school so i just saw this article like oh, um man not long ago um like just a couple days ago i think and yeah. i was like are you kidding me like <laughs> how is that like okay you know yeah. um so apparently it was not just like the crowd but it was actually like the players who actually were doing it too what so i mean that's also what really attributed to why the the team was stripped of its title um, yeah it was supposed to be the regional basketball championship so i guess that's why um so I don't know how like that works as far as the title and stuff goes, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty sad, pretty crazy, and yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I think it's it's just such a tough thing, like, cause it's you know, y- there's a part of you that wants to be like, oh, they're kids, like they're mm-hmm. they're high schoolers, but like, you know, that's so unacceptable, like, yeah. <laughs> Um, like it's not even about like this day and age being a little bit more culturally sensitive and stuff like, yeah. um, which is again, mo- pretty, a good thing, you know, like, yeah. but like, it's just the fact that it's like, that's just so offensive, you know, yeah. like, oh man. And also in a practical sense, that's a waste of tortillas, man. It's, that's Dude, some good stuff real. right there. For real. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's tough. You know, I think like, you know, uh, me, you know, not, not to, not to say I've been in exactly the same situations, but like, you know, mm-hmm. we've shared about like racism just in our own lives and, um, mm-hmm. like kind of growing up in, in my area, like there, there have been times when, you know, th- this image that you're, that this whole situation paints, it feels very familiar. Um, I mean, definitely not to the point where the whole, like, you know, people are raining down tortillas and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's those little nuances, you know, like, yeah. um, the, the disrespect towards minorities and, yeah. Yeah. um, just kind of, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's ignorant. It's, it's, uh, bigoted. And, mm-hmm. um, I think, yeah, I, I hope they get stripped and, you know, maybe even disciplined, like, or, you know, or yeah. something like that. Like that's, that's just ridiculous, you know. Yeah, at, at least initially, apparently, um, Coronado High, both the team and its like staff, mm-hmm. are required to complete like a sportsmanship workshop and stuff. Which mm-hmm. I mean, it's a start. Uh, I mean, yeah. we'll see how it keeps going from there. But yeah, um, I I was like I was pretty shocked because it was like I mean, shocked but not really. I'm yeah. more saddened, um, but like it's just like man. Uh, this is so close to home now, you know. This is this is our backyard right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. But yeah, what about you? What uh what an article are you gonna drum up for us? Yeah, my uh, my first one is actually uh kind of really a sad one. Um mm. 
it happened a couple like about a month or month and a half ago where uh in orange uh on um in orange county um a a a road rage incident happened on the 55 freeway where um basically this lady uh with with a kid in the back a six-year-old boy in the back in a car seat mm. you know had i don't know it was like cutting off like kind of just having issues with this one other driver to the point where the the other driver um shot at the car mm. uh, on the freeway wow and unfortunately like very unfortunately the uh, bullet actually killed the six-year-old boy um wow and uh obvious you know they the the shooter drove off and like uh they you know fled the scene and mm-hmm. uh they you know when when uh the the article itself is actually that uh they arrested them right mm-hmm. they arrested the people mm-hmm. and like i don't know it's kind of crazy because like um one also very like hits close to home because the 55 freeway which like it's it's like 15 minutes from my house 10 15 minutes from my house and like yeah and it's you know, the truth is like the freeway is always an interesting thing because it's more than just like, oh, you went into a quote unquote bad neighborhood, but it's like freeways connect neighborhoods, freeways mm-hmm. connect cities. And like, you never know what's going to happen. And, um, and, and this idea of road rage and like violence during road rage, it mm. really scares me. Cause it's like, you know, my mom always tells me like, like, uh, you know what, if, if you can, like, refrain from honking refrain from like mm-hmm. making a gesture because you never know if you're gonna run into a psycho who's gonna shoot you or follow mm-hmm. you and like cut you off and, and all that stuff right mm-hmm. so i think this was just like a scary image of like you know not to blame like the, the mother at all but like when this kind of thing happens like uh th- it's just such a scary situation right yeah um yeah and i, I I'm, I'm glad the people who did this were caught and uh, just you know condolences to the family and i'm yeah. just it just saddens my heart six year old um like it's it's so it's just so sad mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's crazy like i i mean i do get a little bit of road rage but like i usually just keep it to myself i actually mm-hmm. very rarely honk um at all um because of that well partly because of that reason like i think like honking is really in case of emergency only right right, right. But some people use it as like a when they're angry, upset, whatever. Um, but yeah, there, there are, you know, especially us living in California and especially in LA and OC, there's a lot of really frustrating drivers on the road. Um, Dude, and man. obviously we can probably also be frustrating to other drivers at times too. Um, mm-hmm. Not to exempt us, right? But um, driving is not a <laughs> therapeutic experience typically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I know in other parts of the country or other parts of the world, um, there's different degrees of that. Um, but yeah, man, um, for it to escalate to the point where it's like, you know, people are pulling out guns for it. Like that's, that's a problem, man. Like that's not just like a, you have an anger problem. That's an anger plus like, yeah, you're carrying, you're carrying a weapon, you know, like, um, and you're like, using the weapon like i don't know like that's that's a different level for me yeah and you know like the outcome of it of 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 a six-year-old boy like dying it's like it just makes everything look so petty like yeah and yeah 
um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it necessarily like makes me think of reacting differently on the road, but it's a reminder that like it, it brings a humanity aspect to like road rage because yeah. when you're just driving on the road, like all you really see is like a a metal hunk hunk of metal, mm-hmm. and maybe someone operating it, but like whatever, right? But mm-hmm. you know, when you think about kids, you think about mothers, think about fathers, like it. It puts some humanity to it that is it's hard to hard to ignore sometimes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. What do you got next? Uh, my my other one. Um, I guess it's also related to to kids and I guess her youth. Mm-hmm. But but the title of the article is Supreme Court says a school can't punish a cheerleader for swearing on Snapchat. Um, huh. So this was a few weeks ago, but uh, I don't remember actually when this originally like happened Mm -hmm. but um basically like there was a a cheerleader i I guess it happened a couple months ago but basically a a cheerleader um on her snapchat was basically saying like like f like school f like sports Mm -hmm. and like everything right yeah um and i guess like she was um like suspended from like uh, from the team, I guess mm, not from school, but at least from the team. Right. And, um, and like, that was like already controversial in itself. Um, but apparently like there's a, like obviously escalated all the way up to the Supreme court, which is kind of crazy. That um, That is. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, like it kind of makes sense because uh, there's like, there's so many public platforms now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it, like, I think this basically is setting the precedent for the future, you know, like, right. um, of what, like, especially what schools are allowed and not allowed to like do or, or especially in response to that kind of stuff. Mm, so, yeah. you know, cause the, the main thing about this is like, it's about like the first amendment, right. Freedom of speech um, yeah. and stuff. So like, I think like, it's interesting because, you know, school, especially with public school is like a public like system. Right. So I guess like in, in, in one sense, it's encouraging that they can't like punish like someone for speaking their own mind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I have to wonder, like, um, like, I don't know, just I, again, I, I am supportive of the decision as well, but like, I have to wonder, like, in a bigger picture, like how we can improve our education system, you know, <laughs> like, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think this is just, it's one of those, like, it's a start of a bigger conversation, I think. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think this is like the first big thing uh, in this world uh, yeah. addressing this issue. So I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Any, any yeah. initial thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I think that the idea of a bigger conversation is is, is so true. Like, you know, I, I think it fits so well into what we were talking about last week. You know, like, how do we end up parenting our kids? How do our, you know, how does, the, like you said, the school system deal with, uh, like, this sort of um, social media platform of people just venting, letting loose? Like, yeah, it, it's a great question. Like, mm-hmm. 
um, you know, I've been I've been watching uh, Suits a lot, uh, the, the mm. uh, show about like lawyers and stuff recently, yeah. and and I think it's always like often comes down to like what has the precedent been, right? Like, right. has there been precedent for ruling in this favor or or, or vice versa? Like, right. And it's interesting. Like, we are um, we're kind of seeing those precedents like being made before our eyes. Like the fact that I went to the Supreme Court. For something yeah. as like seemingly like yeah small, right? seemingly small, but like in reality, there is no, there probably isn't a precedent for this type of deal, right? So yeah, it's interesting, um, but it's uh, I think oh man, I, it's it's hard for me to like make a direct comparison, but like there mm. were times back in my my like middle school days where I do remember people. Um, some some kids making some very mean and honestly mm. kind of explicit things about other people like mm. on MySpace and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the uh, school got involved, which is like, I remember even at the time, this was like what, like, uh, you know, like, uh, like 15 years ago mm-hmm. or more. And even at that time, I was like, wait, why is the school getting involved? Like, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. so weird. But but of course, you know, the school kind of is a establishment to handle kind of inter uh, student affairs, but right. I think now we're we're seeing this on an even greater scale where it's like you know, these kids are literally tied to their phones, to their social media like mm-hmm. it's uh it's going to be interesting like what other rulings are going to happen like can yeah. you like where's that line between doing something overboard versus something that's within the uh the realms of okay right so yeah yeah that's interesting that's yeah ah, that's very interesting like yeah and the reason i like i mentioned why or i said what i said is like you know i i think like it's there's a good number of people who go into education to like help right like to mm-hmm. be like to help shape things in a better way and like but I think this is a little bit extreme, you know, yeah. of that perspective, possibly, of like, I guess, pushing like certain ideals onto the students, you know, like, yeah. again, I think there's definitely a, a certain amount of that that should be, should happen, you know, of, of us educating our kids well and stuff. But like, right. You know, I think this is maybe a little past that line. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see if there's other things in the future that um, will reference back to this or kind of build on this. So I'm, I'm curious to see, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? What's your last uh, article that you have for us? Yeah, this one is uh, very interesting because it applies to me very directly. Um, mm. The headline is, uh, if you bought a car last year, it could now be worth more than you paid for it. Um, yeah, and crazy. basically meaning if you sold your used car, um, you can get more and it, it's uh there's like a sheet uh, on that article of like i think the corvette was an example where like um you can you can get quite a lot more just by selling it um i think let me let me check really quick like mm-hmm. it's uh you bought it for eighty one thousand dollars new mm. and you can now sell it for over a hundred thousand dollars so you're what? like you're like basically gaining a a a uh, like a civics worth by selling your used Corvette, um, 
what? Like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, why um, is that happening? Um, it's, yeah, so the article kind of goes into it. It's a mixture of a, of both COVID and, and I don't know if you, you've been aware, but like the, the micro microchip uh, processor uh, shortage that's been going on. Oh, okay. And the, 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 the um, computer like chip piece of it is kind of obvious. It's like, there's just like a shortage of cars, right? But, wow. but what's interesting about COVID was that um, because of how few sales there were be, um, last year in 2020, um, prices of cars went like super low, like really low to the point mm. where they're just trying to get them off their lots. Yeah. But then like COVID and, and car sales started skyrocketing again, like after, um, uh, I guess this past uh, year. But then on top of that, what happened was that microchip uh, shortage. So it's like this ultra demand, but then the supply also got like dropped as mm. well. So it's kind of this crazy, like, situation where um you know even used cars are just a hot commodity and um for me you know we've been lo- trying to find a car for you know upgrade my 2010 civic for wow. for a bigger car f- for the baby coming and yeah um you know we've f- like pr- we've pretty much seen that nobody is selling anywhere below retail right now wow and I checked, uh, I was looking at Subaru, for example, and there's basically, like, no options. Wow. Like, there's three options for, like, the Subaru Forester, and it's either silver or black and, like, the most expensive models, wow. like, the packages, right? So I'm just like, oh, man, like, you know, I, I talked to, we, we went to go drive a uh, test drive at Mazda, and the guy was like, to be honest, this is the worst time, like, in a very long buy. time, yeah, to buy a car. Wow. Um, so for us, we're almost like trying to wait it out. But mm-hmm. from what I can tell, like it, it might be like more like a few months, several months before mm-hmm. it actually gets any better at all. So, yeah, you know, it's it's a it's just that kind of crazy like confluence of a bunch of events that cause this uh, crazy demand that can't be met by the supply. Yeah. That's really interesting. And um, the reason I, I say that is like on a different side of the automotive world, um, something I've been hearing a lot lately because a lot of people are vacationing mm. is that rental cars are impossible to find right now. Oh. Um, and apparently what's been going on there is that um, a lot of the rental companies like basically sold their stock um, during COVID to like stay afloat. Dude, that makes um, sense. Yeah. But now um, I guess due to this reason and also like, um, I guess there are other factors too, but they don't really have as much of a fleet as they used to as well. So like, mm. and so apparently some people who are vacationing to Hawaii, for example, are like needing to like, or are choosing or needing to rent U-Hauls as their like, oh my gosh. Um, as their rental, um, because that's the only thing like available, which is like, that's <laughs> so crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah. That's just, it's crazy, man. So, yeah huh i wonder yeah i wonder how tesla's been doing like i i i feel like tesla for the most part have just been pretty independent like kind of their own economy in the in the sense right i i mean i haven't heard that tesla has been affected by yeah. this as much um and partly it's because 
they are an independent company in right, a sense. Right. You know, like their their production is still ongoing, you know, and um and as far as like their pricing too, like their pricing structure hasn't really changed majorly, mm-hmm. you know. Um as far as I'm aware, like pretty much like no matter what what time you buy a certain model of Tesla, like it's gonna yeah. be roughly around the same cost, like Yeah, yeah. Unless there's going to be some major development, but like, yeah. So hmm. I don't know, because um, like, it's a very different experience than a typical dealership, you know? Where, right, right. Like, and I, I know, like, like there are other places like Costco that are starting to do the Tesla model of like uh, of auto buying, um, where you just buy at a at the listed rate, you know. Um, mm-hmm as opposed to a dealership where you're trying to like haggle or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Um, but I'm I definitely thankful I don't have to deal with that right now, but I <laughs> yeah. am, uh, I, I'm sorry that you are in the midst of dealing with it right now. Yeah. So, what, what, you know, what, what kind of car are you, are you like hoping to like, or were you hoping to get? Yeah. We were looking at, uh, the Mazda CX five, which is, uh, kind of like a, a, a mid-size suv and then okay. subaru forester kind of the uh equivalent okay. and um you know it's like i i feel like we might be able to find something but kind of like you said there's always that weird possibility with a traditional dealership of like am i getting really the right price right mm-hmm. um so to be honest like the equivalent of that is the tesla model y um mm-hmm. And we both Eugene and I like love the way that car looks, and we mm-hmm. obviously love Tesla as a mm-hmm. as an option. But you know, it's it's pricey. It's very pricey, and yeah, we're kind of uh, kind of looking to see if there's any more like uh, what is it? Bills passed about uh, more refunds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we'll mm-hmm. see. But at the moment, I think we might kind of be more eyes looking for options rather than going out there to try to make offers. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it it just kind of came at the worst time. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how the next few months goes. Yeah, and I know I know you and I had talked offline about Tesla a little bit, and mm-hmm. you were like, "Oh, maybe I'll get one one day." And like, yeah, uh, I mean, nowadays, like, my <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I I I know you guys would have to think about it a lot, but considering the current circumstance, it might become a more appealing option yeah maybe yeah yeah Yeah. i think uh you know we we definitely thought of it as like a big priority given you know it's a safer car but you know the fact that we are still going to be at home for a big chunk of it we have some time to like think about okay like what's the what's a good price range that we're okay with and yeah who knows maybe you know tesla becomes an uh the one that we go for so yeah yeah you can join join the tesla family with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure for sure yeah awesome man a lot of a lot of interesting headlines um mm-hmm. a lot of controversial ones too right <laughs> definitely and i know there's other like really interesting articles that we didn't cover and just that have been circulating the news and stuff that are honestly just crazy mm-hmm. when you think about it yeah um like i I you know I I look on a lot of uh, articles on Reddit uh, to find like you know news and stuff like that, 
And one of the common, like at least comments or themes that I've been seeing, it's like, that was not on my bingo board for the year. You know? I'm like, yep, yeah. that's, that's fair. So. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we uh, finish up our uh, headlines and get into our wreck of the week and probably a little bit more lighthearted, um, a summertime food and drink combo. Um, mm. I think this is perfect for the weather, but also just, you know, things like July 4th to just sit back and relax a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, Jesse, do you have a, do you have a food and drink combo in mind? The thing that always reminds me of summer is like barbecue. Mm. And I am going to recommend like hot dog and seltzer. Because uh, mm. hot dogs for me are like the pinnacle of summer. Because um, hot dogs, hamburgers, barbecue, America, you know, all right. that good stuff. Especially um, this week in particular with July 4th. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think seltzers now, especially that they're popular and there's a lot of great choices, um, are just a really refreshing beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to go wrong with drinking, especially on a hot day. Um, it kind of kills two birds with one stone as far as like, you know, kick, like kicking that like cold beverage like um, craze, but also the, you know, the, the fruit like sweetness like things. So kind of hits, hits mm-hmm. both of those uh, notes. Um, yeah, that, that would be my recommendation. Um, That's solid. And maybe I will have that this weekend. I don't know. We'll see. Dude, for sure. What about you, man? Yeah, I'm going to throw it back to last week. Um, oh, since okay. we, uh, you know, we met up for your birthday at Golden Road, um, yeah. which is awesome to, to do that again. Um, uh, I'm going to go with nachos and cerveza. Um, oh, nice yeah i think i had a cerveza uh michelada cerveza which is it's it, it's good for summer but it, it's got a little heat to it so mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. I, i'm just gonna go with the regular cerveza uh <laughs> yeah but you know cervezas oh man they're just so light and so like refreshing um mm-hmm. and obviously you know pairing it with a mexican beer with uh mexican food that you can like you know finger food that you can munch on um mm-hmm. Got some good like nacho cheese. Got some good steak and whatnot. Like, um, you know, yep. I, I think that's definitely a good like bar food in general. Mm-hmm. But bar summer food, oh man, that's it's just also a good home terrific. food too. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. So, um, I, I, you know, I stole some from our buddy Sam. He ordered it, <laughs> and I obviously he ordered for the table. But like, yeah, I yeah. was like, oh man this cerveza needs something extra. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but yeah, I think, uh, that, that'll be, that'll be my, uh, wreck of the week. Nice, man. Well, this one was a, a good one. We talked a lot about food, maybe because we're both hungry. Uh, yeah. Right. But also again, it's the weekend and it's also July 4th. So, or the weekend of July 4th that we're recording. So yeah. makes sense. Um, and yeah, a lot of interesting articles for sure too. Yeah, so on that July 4th note, um, hope you guys have a safe, um, stay away from those uh, shady neighbors with those illegal fireworks. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, stay safe, and as always, we'll see you next time. See ya.